Hello and welcome to Snap, Cackle and Pop. The breakfast show for people who wake up at 5pm. My name's Lucas. I'm Laura. And we're here to give you your weekly pop culture rundown without the frills. From famous views to shocking scandals to tantalising trends, we've got you covered. So sit back and tuck into a conversation with your two podcast pals. On this week's episode, Lucas trials a new breakfast delicacy live on air. We get candid about the weekend Super Bowl show and we stick to the facts about Gorilla Glue Gate. Hello. Hello, Laura. Um, but let's launch it. <laughs> <laughs> let's launch into it because we were just we have we are treating the listeners because we were just having a conversation before this, and we were like, we need to record to talk about this because this is I've never heard. Yeah, we've just I've never heard anyone else think this, and I think this all the time, and so I'm really excited <laughs> to bond. <laughs> we just discovered another another weird way we're connected somehow. <laughs> so do you want to explain how we are connected, or what we both think? Yeah, okay, we were talking about like um like invasive thoughts i was telling lucas about the weird intrusive thoughts that i get sometimes and then i said oh but i always think if i think if i think it's going to happen that reduces the chance of it, ha- it happening and this is something that i know that i do all the time like if i think of something bad's going to happen then i think oh i've thought about it so it's not going to happen and lucas does the I same do thing the exact same thing like i do the exact because so i'm always like if i'm worried about something like i'm always like okay so what what would the probability of it be of me thinking about that and then that also happening (laughs) i was like well it can't actually happen because the fact that i'm thinking about it happening means like realistically yeah like what are the odds like me (laughs) maybe maybe this isn't actually like as unique as we think it is because i thought it was just me not i didn't think it was just me but i know that i've always thought it was like just a weird thing that i did like a weird like coping mechanism mm, like if i'm more if i'm like scared that, like someone's gonna break into the house i'm like okay but what's the probability of me thinking that someone's gonna break into the house and then, like, at the exact same time someone breaks into the house yeah like, that's what i think i just think like because yeah. mm, i thought about it it's not gonna happen which yeah, is funny, exactly but that's like the opposite of like obsessive compulsive thinking because a lot yeah. of the time like people with ocd the fact that you thought it happened makes them believe that it's going to happen because yeah kind of thinking is making it into reality somehow but yeah so we're thinking that because we think it it's not gonna happen (laughs) which is because you're more a lot more anxious than me yeah yeah i am but that's but that's a a technique for me for coping with it is i'm just like well i thought of it like how what's the odds because i'm a mathematician at the end of the day Um, (laughs) so my it's real I just do a little doodly um, doodly in my head. <laughs> long division. I'm like, mm, probability, nah, decimal. <laughs> nah. Cross divide um, Yeah, two. so I just thought, I always just think, yeah, what's the probability of that happening? Always, um, my big one is, um, the, the one I always think about is um, my bag getting stolen when I'm on the coach. Like, <laughs> I have a big, 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 big fear that because it happened to a friend of mine that she took a, a coach from london to cardiff and when mm. she got to cardiff her bag wasn't there and someone had stolen that happened it. to my friend and she lost all her clothes and yeah. she had to like redo all her, her whole wardrobe because it was like all her clothes from coming home from uni and it was like all gone which sounds and you were like thank god so i stole it you needed a reboot <laughs> Honey, i mean if this isn't god telling you to fix up then i don't know what is no. and but- my one's to do my one's to do with um to do with uh, usually it's stuff like stuff getting stolen etc but your one because we were talking before what what do you use this strategy so for? Like, <laughs> thanks, thanks. 
out of me like that. I was just, we actually are having this really in-depth philosophical conversation because I told Lucas that wherever I go, I always think for some bizarre reason, I don't know where it came from, but I've done it ever since I was young. I always, always, always get the same thought of what if I poo myself? I don't know why wherever I am I've had it in assemblies at school I've had it on dates I've had it in church I've had it at funerals I just think what if I shut myself right now I don't know why I do it I do (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but then I think oh I've thought it now so I can't be myself because I know that that's that is a possibility that I just can't it's a risk I'm not gonna take so I'm just not gonna do it (laughs) There you go, everyone. The yeah. very random opening to that. Are <laughs> <laughs> your weird yeah. intrusive thoughts? Let us know. I want to hear them. <laughs> oh, I would love actually to hear people's weird intrusive thoughts. Um, how are you, Laura? That's always very a good well, question thank to start you. with. I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, <laughs> just... having a breakdown live on air. Apparently, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I feel, um, I feel like things aren't do you know what i think the days mm-hmm. are getting lighter the days oh. are getting lighter the sun mm-hmm. is rising earlier mm-hmm. and i just feel like that's such a big i feel like there's a i feel like spring is coming and that makes me mm-hmm. feel better what are you doing tomorrow laura what am i doing well, how are you celebrating tomorrow i'm celebrating tomorrow today well am i i don't think so i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm celebrating tomorrow today sounds like the kind of thing that you'd like write on a cushion like you know I'm celebrating tomorrow today today. Um, (laughs) if you're meaning are you meaning Valentine's Day yes I am meaning Valentine's Day Um, today yeah I I mean I'm seeing my partner today partner why are you calling him your partner partner? I'm (laughs) trying to conceal his identity I'm seeing my um, (laughs) my significant other today but we've never really I don't like it. I don't like Valentine's Day. I think it's stupid. I bought. No. Some, I think I bought some donuts. Oh, I God, bought a donut. It's the shape him. of a heart, in... and I'm getting. Oh God! Him. I don't know if he likes donuts. If I'm uh, perfectly honest, you've been with him. For I know, nearly four years. Three years now. <laughs> He's very picky. He's a very picky person. He doesn't like crisps. What kind of <gasps> person doesn't like crisps? So I don't know if he likes Krispy Kreme. Oh my God! I don't know, but we'll find out. Who doesn't, doesn't like, like a Krispy Kreme? And, and that's that's love. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that is love, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is love. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. What, what are you well, doing, my love? Well, because you know, we've we've had I, we've had a, a Valentine's Day podcast before where we've expressed we our opinions. We slagged it off that time. <laughs> <We're> absolutely slagged <laughs> off, and that's the thing. So we absolutely slagged it off, and I think this year Valentine's Day has come to bite me on the ass because, like. I've always yeah, been like, this is a shit holiday. I don't like it. It makes you, f- it makes you feel alone, etc. And now Valentine's Day has turned around to me and said, you want to feel alone? We'll make you feel alone. Because my flatmate is leaving today. The so last, I will be spending... The last flatmate out of four. I will be the last <laughs> flatmate out leave. of four. Spending Valentine's Day physically, like literally on my own. Like with no one else oh, around. No. So it's, you know, it's it's quite a, it's a comical experience to be the yeah. most alone I could, I could technically. Obviously, I, I have lovely friends and they're very supportive. I never really feel alone when you're surrounded by love. Blah, but blah, blah. In a literal sense. You Physically, I will be own. alone. Like, yeah, alone. That makes me sad. And, you know, and, 
I think we we slagged off Galentines as well. We slagged off every every Galentine. Just such a charm, aren't we? Yeah, but I, now I I would be I'm gagging for a Galentines. We can have but a yeah. virtual Galentines. Yeah, obviously, but it's like mm-hmm. okay, mm. no, not the same. Um, but yeah, so it, it obviously it's not it's not a big deal. But I just think it's it's interesting that you know Valentine's Day bit back this year a little bit. Yeah, I think it is extra. It's extra sore this year because yeah. every year there's the backlash of like just the feeling that oh god, it's just a stupid artificial symbol of capitalism, waste of a day. Right. In, and and then like to make matters worse, people are literally on their own, like you said. So I think it is like single people if single people aren't suffering already right now, then yeah like valentine's day is here for everyone to boast about their relationships on social media yeah, yeah i'm not a fan does anyone like valentine's day though just like like i if i met someone who was like i love valentine's day i would kind of be you sound um, like a gun just saying yeah. it like i love valentine's day yeah, i love right? it i like, love it i love love i yeah. love being loved and giving love <laughs> I, love- I love an artificial day where we get to celebrate how much we love each other in comparison to how little other people how little love other people have <laughs> you know that's what i love holidays. winning valentine's yeah. day is- <laughs> It's very that. It's very that. Yeah. Um. So yes, I I will not be celebrating. Um. And that's fine. Oh, yeah, that's completely choice. fine. Yeah. Pancake day is coming up, so I've got a lot of preparations to do. Thank you. I've proper <laughs> cel- proper <laughs> I, I, I forgot how much you love pancake day. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, I forgot we were in a pancake day stand I situation. Love pancake day. <laughs> oh no, I, I remember we have a whole episode where we just can't stop talking about pancakes. <laughs> I think I it's feel called. Like I'm coming across as really weird today. Like I just think <laughs> about shitting my pants, and I'm obsessed with pancakes. You're coming across as very cognitively diverse. <laughs> Love it that way. Um, talking about breakfast, mm. we've had we've had a breakfast scandal in the media this week, Laura. Um, here, I'm gonna. I'll send you a screenshot of it. So this is something that um, was tweeted this week by the Weetabix team on Twitter. Right, I'll read out the tweet. Okay. Why should bread have all the fun when there's Weetabix? Oh no. <laughs> Serving up Heinz UK beans on Bix for breakfast with a twist. Hashtag it has to be Heinz. Hashtag have you had your Weetabix? I have, but not together, surely. <laughs> Below so- is a picture of Weetabix topped with none other than Heinz baked beans. I'm not sure. Yeah. So and people fact, have been I know going. I'm, I'm sure it's wrong. Well, I'm not sure if it's wrong, you know. Mm, Lucas, I'm not. I'm actually not sure because it's like, well, Weetabix aren't sweet necessarily. This is true. They are a multi, a multimedia type <laughs> snack. You can, it's like like a rice cake. You can make yeah. it sweet or savoury. Yeah. So I actually, weirdly, I'm not uncomfortable. It wasn't as bad as the um... Chuck Tingle novel. No. <laughs> Nothing was as bad as Chuck, but what I was going to say was it was it's not as bad as the um, KFC Krispy Kremes collab. <gasps> that also resonates with year. me. That resonates. That was with bad. Me. No, I like that as well. Oh, okay. I have no, I have no limit. <laughs> so, so you have no standards. I, I, I really don't. Um, so let me. I'll read you some of the replies because everyone's been getting involved. Um, Nando's replied to the tweet and said, <laughs> <laughs> "said you okay, hun? DMs are open if you need to talk." 
Um, <laughs> Lidl replied to the tweet and said, Baby, you're okay. You've hardly touched your Weetabix and beans. <laughs> um, and probably my favourite one, the NHS replied and said, that tweet should come with a health warning. <laughs> the actual NHS, as if the NHS, like in between trying to fight coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> were like, a break from fighting coronavirus to address to this monstrosity. Oh, yeah. that's gross. Why? Is it real? It, the real Weetabix account tweeted it. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually here for this Heinz X Weetabix collab. Um, well, I think there's only one way to, uh, to prove that, Lucas. I think you need to try it. I have Weetabix and Heinz. Should I do it? I think you have to. Okay, you give me... You have to. Okay, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> so I have here... Here's what I made earlier. Um, <laughs> I don't want to... I, I can't really show you if I tip the camera... There we go. So mm. I have this lovely single Weetabix floating like a turd Is in a pool warm? of... Um, no, actually, I, I managed to warm it quite well, I think. Oh, okay, we'll find that's out. nice. That's nice for you. It's a, a Weetabix protein as well, so I'm going to bulk from this. It's bulking season, ladies. Uh, right. Oh, that's a nice sound. Yeah, this could be ASMR. Ooh, Get a nice big scared. mouthful of wheat and bean. Don't yeah, half-ass it. Stir it around. There we go. Down the hatch. Good. That's a Weetabix and some Heinz beans, bitch. Not awful, actually. Not. I would say not awful. I'm gonna have another bite. <laughs> I feel like it's not. It's not too complex. Two flavors, like yeah. literally just Weetabix and Heinz. I haven't had lunch as well, so this is. <laughs> mm. Gagging? No, I quite like it. Oh, it's a very, it's a quite. <laughs> mm, there's, there's some contrast. There's some contrasting textures that yes. are quite interesting. I yes. quite enjoy that. Um, the chewy and the squishy. Yeah, quite cr- crunchy. Yeah, crunchy mm. and squishy. I quite like it. Um, yeah, you know okay. what? Okay. Okay. You know what? And you know, this is a prime example that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. No. I think it's um. Yeah, I ate it and hopefully I won't stick it up. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean, I've also seen you eat a, um, the inside of a chicken legend off a table at McDonald's with a bite already in it. So <laughs> so I'm not exactly... I'm not sure if you're a reliable witness. <laughs> I'm not exactly a Michelin star restaurant critique, am I now? You're not exactly that really tall skinny guy from Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Like, <laughs> I don't like food. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of passing judgment, I feel like there is there is something that's been quite judged recently this week that I feel like we should we should talk about. I mean, well, I we should we judged. should pass our judgment on it as well. Yeah, we should give pass our, our opinions. The day of reckoning is upon the weekend. Um, yeah, you know, mm. yeah. So the weekend Super Bowl performance was last weekend. Yes. Um, and hopefully that will be the last weekend Super Bowl performance. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, first of all, I'll be honest. I was so uninterested. I was so, like, uninterested in watching it that I only just watched it. Like, when I knew that we so had that to, we like, talk, about, talk it about it, I was like, oh, I, I guess I'll watch it. I 
listen to this um i listened to a podcast called keep it which is um one of my favorite podcasts it's kind of like ours but without the the raw talent yeah and um <laughs> they were saying like did he deserve it did he deserve a super bowl performance and i'm yeah. not gonna lie when i heard he was doing it i was a bit like really but then when i watched yeah. it I did think like, oh my God, actually, this man has released so many like number one, like chart topping or at least like top 10 songs that are so Hmm. popular. Do you know what I mean? Because I always think he's still a bit like alternative and niche. Actually, every every one of the songs he sang were like, I don't know, there was like Can't Feel My Face and... Yeah, but none of them, none of them got me excited. I was like bored. I was bored. I'll be honest. I was bored. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. I was sat there and I was like, mm, bored. You're a bit, um, yeah, yeah, underwhelmed. I mean, okay, here's the thing. that I think, like, obviously it's a great honour to perform at the Super Bowl, but I think you have to be a performer and not just a singer to perform at the Super Bowl. This was a point they made in, in the other podcast. It sounds like I'm trying to plug this other podcast, but they didn't have any conversation. <laughs> it's like I'm moving. I'm actually moving over Breaking to this news. other podcast. It's my other podcast. <laughs> no, but um, they were saying like, usually you have um, artists who you're so used to seeing perform. Like there was Beyonce yeah. and like J-Lo, like even Justin Timberlake, even Miley Cyrus who did like the random other show. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. used to seeing them on stage, but like I can't. Yeah. You, I can't imagine a time where I've seen The weekend perform on stage apart from mm-hmm. in that situation. And now we know why. Because it's boring. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it, I mean, it just, it, he wasn't like, if you're going to do the Super Bowl, and obviously this is me coming from a point of absolutely unprofessional judgment and no singing, dancing, or I'm um, choreography. Give, I'm, I'm glad you had to give that disclaimer just in case yeah, people I, thought like, oh, well, Lucas knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I would just like to preface that, although I have a an air of confidence to me, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but if you're gonna, I know, I know the weekend's not a dancer, but if you're gonna do the Super Bowl, you learn to dance. You know, <laughs> like, like, yeah. You, he was so stood there the whole time, and like, there was so there's a he's there's a stage. Obviously, it was Corona, so it was a bit more like you know safe not mm. that safe there was there were people in there the stadium were a lot of people there that was another was like, thing i noticed i just thought oh my god america's fucked because i have never i haven't <laughs> seen this many people in one place in a year why? and there's so many people why? there why is, why is the stadium so many. Full? <laughs> like, <laughs> and they were like it was at half capacity but it was like what? there's so many people there like it's crazy like yeah. because the maximum people you can have in a public space in the uk is two <laughs> Yeah, there they are with I don't know like, it was like sixteen hundred people. Like what? It felt like more. It felt like more. But yeah, I know um, what you mean. I think I didn't understand the vision. I didn't understand the artistic. I didn't understand like the buildings and then yeah. the fun house and the men with the mask. It seemed like a bit of a tie um a Jordan Peele nightmare. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it was a bit like bury that. I'm in us now and then <laughs> But I didn't but, hate it. I was just a bit confused. But, the thing is, I so I, I should preface, I'm not a weekend stan. And I, I've always, I, I like his music, but I'm not mm. a stan. But recently, actually, I've been getting a bit more excited with The weekend because he's, I don't know if you've been following, but he's had this full, he's been creating this narrative. Yeah, the with, the, narrative. Yeah, with the, the character, whatever it's called. Yeah, 
with the bandages and yeah, yeah. and then he's with the plastic surgery and it's like a commentary on Hollywood etc and so like although I wasn't gagged to hear that he was doing the Super Bowl I was like okay but he's got this narrative he's leading up it's gonna be like the finale to this story yeah and then he came on with um yeah normal face with nothing but the with other nothing. people were I didn't understand it Did, have you ever seen have you ever seen Gaga perform paparazzi I think at the VMAs mm. No, it's quite an iconic performance, and basically ends it ends with her hanging from the ceiling, and there's blood pouring out of her bodysuit. Oh my gosh! And it's like, and it was such like a shock, and everyone was like, yeah. it's like a quite an iconic performance. I was hoping for that kind of like theatricism, yeah. theatricality, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <Theatricism>. <laughs> um from the weekend, and like, yeah, the, the Funhouse thing. It wasn't. Was it so wasn't J Lo and Shakira going coming down a pole, <gasps> was it? Let's be honest. Oh my god, it was not. <laughs> the Funhouse. The best thing about the Funhouse was the memes. But it's also like I felt like people were like, okay, it's the Super Bowl, we have to make a meme from it. Okay, we'll make a meme from this. Like it wasn't even that memeable a moment. It was just quite odd. I don't know. I think I like. I like. I've always liked the weekend because I think he has kind of. He is very unique like he definitely has mm-hmm. his own mm-hmm. like i liked how he did he, he's always had this kind of like sci-fi kind of futuristic afrofuturism vibe but then mm-hmm. he always seems a bit unhinged <laughs> i quite like it and i think mm-hmm. that came through and i think it was very like him i just didn't understand <laughs> also my biggest issue was that like because i i love blinding lights we all love blinding lights we're all we're all fans of blinding lights in this household yeah. um and they did that and they, they were doing that the thing where they, yeah they would do that thing where they were there was like 80 100 people all dressed the same running around very like scattered and mm. then i was like oh my gosh and then they're gonna come they're together gonna go in and then all do the dance and they didn't do the dance and that's like crazy yeah but maybe dance at all i think if you were the weekend you'd be fucking sick of that dance because i'm sick of it and i didn't write the song so he's probably just like, don't even consider, <laughs> don't even, because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that yeah. shit. Who do you want next for the Super Bowl? Who deserves to be next? Lizzo. <laughs> no, that's no, so she's wrong. Too niche. Um, she's too new. No, she's too new. It has to be someone who's like had a good career and they, they want to like, it's like a, like, yeah, who's a summation not, point. Who's not done it? Um, what about, has, has the Pussycat Dolls done it? Oh. <gasps> No, and that would be lovely. Oh, they should have done it. Mm. I'm not sure if they're. I'm not sure if they're big enough right now. Um, yeah, they're a bit. For me, it has been It'd be a bit sad. It has to be Rihanna's return to music at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. it to be her return to music. I'd want her to do it, like obviously, but like, I don't know. It's just a don't bit to- naff. It's a bit naffery, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she should do Glastonbury. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, she's um, not done it, has she? Oh. No, Ariana Grande, she's eventually due. Obviously, she's still, like, she's not at the peak of her career yet, I don't think. I think she's approaching it. Yeah, but I think eventually... yeah she definitely could do it, like... She could probably have done it this year, I think. Yeah, Drake should do it. Has Drake not done it? No, he's oh never my done God. it. Oh God! Yeah, and has Kanye done Drake... it? Oh, he's a bit mm, mm. controversial. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure if Kanye wants to do it. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah, someone. Oh, Taylor Swift is gonna do it at some point. Okay, she who has do done it? it? Because 
I literally thought all of these people had done it. How has the weekend done it before Taylor Swift? Like even even I'm gonna say that's not right. <laughs> no, because I think that's the whole point right. is like um the like it it's like someone who represents the town where it's being hosted. The city that's being hosted. So that's oh, why it was like... Oh, like the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, then Drake can't do it because he's Canadian. Oh, maybe he can't. Yeah, because that's why in my... Because it was Miami for, um, for J-Lo and Shakira. Yeah, 2020 was Shakira and J-Lo. 2019 was Maroon 5. 2018 was Justin Timberlake. <sighs> do you remember that boy with the selfie? Selfie boy. When was Titty Gate? We need to get to it. We'll get to Titty Gate. We'll get to Titty Gate. There's a lot to talk about to rehash. I want to see T Swift say it there. I I yeah. said it on camera. I want to see Taylor Swift do the Super Bowl. I, I think want to she see put her on well. a good. I think she put on a show. And related to Titty Gate, I think Janet Jackson deserves a second try. I think Janet Jackson deserves so much better than yeah, yeah. Yeah. Than anything. I, um, have you seen JT's come out with a statement? You can't just say JT's come out. You can't bring my hopes up by telling me that Justin Timberlake's come out. Him and those lovely no. big hands have come out. Justin Timberlake has released a statement following the um well, this moves on what we were going to talk about anyway, but obviously the Britney Spears documentary, which came out this week, um, in the US. I'm not <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not mad. Okay. Um, which has caused obviously a lot of public discourse mm-hmm. um and it's kind of detailed her treatment by the media and um her conservatorship with her father the legal act which basically puts him in response of all of her activities Stuff. and finance etc basically her life mm-hmm. um and then justin timberlake obviously they were in a relationship in the early noughties and he did a pretty day and he yeah. came out in response to that and also <laughs> in a kind of in a double double statement like, oh, like I'm sorry I exposed Janet Jackson <laughs> he said I'm um, sorry Miss Jackson <laughs> he literally <laughs> said I'm sorry Miss Jackson um, I completely forgot about that until this week I never forget about it I never forget about the Janet Jackson tick gate that's like where the, the phrase I think wardrobe malfunction comes from. Because mm. um, that's what they all called it. Um, He's I a mean... bad dude. He literally left her. He threw her to the wolves and was just like... <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you have to... The Britney Spears thing is... I, I didn't really know about the Britney Spears thing. And I think the big issue is that he went... Once they broke up, he sort of gave salacious details about their sexual encounters together. Yeah, and there's the Crimea River, River video where there's an actress who looks a lot like Britney cheating on him and he's just yeah. like singing in the rain <laughs> yeah. as we as you do as you do yeah. um, in the noughties as you do can't <laughs> sing unless you're in a white vest in the rain of course no one else no one sang dry you don't sing dry <laughs> um but like uh, the Britney Spears thing is maybe a little bit different but the Janet Jackson thing if it takes a documentary 20 years later <laughs> Which was the, Janet Jackson yeah, <laughs> for you to be like oh wait maybe I fucked up there like that's not a real apology. You're just apologising because it's now timely for you. It's now, like, trendy for you to apologise yeah. about that. You know... Um, 20 years too late. Yeah. Apologies on apologies late. on the notes app. Everyone loves apologies yeah. on the notes app. That's <laughs> everyone's favourite thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing, like... Because I think I learned about the Janet Jackson thing, like... I don't know, like, five years ago. Um, and I, it's just crazy that 
like for those of you who don't know, there was like a wardrobe malfunction. Basically, she was supposed to have a tear away um, in her outfit. And Justin was supposed to like tear it away, but he actually tore too much. He flew mm. too close to the sun and exposed he her did. titty on live TV. I don't know what it was. I don't know what they were planning. I don't know. It, it was like a publicity stunt done, gone wrong because she wore the nipple tape, which suggested that it was planned. Like, a, like someone backstage was like, come on, Janet, this is what's going to revive your career. Just get you think. I don't know. I think this is what people think. But yeah. then obviously when it happened, everyone was just like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> Justin was like, oh yeah. And just kind of threw her to the wolves. And yeah. she got absolutely vilified for it. She wasn't allowed. Absolutely destroyed She was it. banned from radio and MTV. Like, I think she was told she would never perform again. Like, and Justin Timberlake, I mean, got away scot-free because, well... Yeah. We all listen to mirrors. Two people on that stage. Yeah. And disappointed. Yeah. So I mean, do we accept his apology? No. 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 We would have accepted it if it was made in 2004. Yeah. But it was last I checked. Oh, yeah, it's 2021. <laughs> so what are you will you be watching the Britney drama if they uh if they allow us? <laughs> it should be coming out. If the restrictions allow. <laughs> Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, I mean, I'm in fact of two minds about it um, because obviously it's great that like there's there's like people are now defending Britney and people are are saying like what we've done to her in the past is wrong and that obviously we need to end this conservatorship. But it's the same thing with Justin Timberlake. Like I don't know why we all need a documentary to realize that saying mean things to people on the internet is bad. Mm. You know. Yeah, like, I think you're completely right. I think like it, like this. This isn't this isn't new. This it's a documentary about stuff that was happening at yeah. the start in the turn of the century. Yeah, the turn of the century. <laughs> in the turn of in <laughs> early two thousand. Like which was the century again? <laughs> and um, it's a probability of a century. Only now and like for a long time, free bit free Britney was a was a conspiracy theory and a, and a public joke. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were watching this woman and still are watching this woman Mm -hmm. just getting treated in the most awful way. Mm -hmm. And only now people are like, you know, standing by it. And yeah, yeah, it's 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 hard not to be cynical about it. And I also think that this documentary is just another form of entertainment. Like people were entertained by bullying Britney in the media and, you know, making up conspiracy theories about her back in the early 2000s. And now people are entertained by victimizing Britney. And I, I think she is a victim, but I think the way that it's all it's happening now is that it's basically still, it's still a form of entertainment. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I think the fact that neither herself or her dad, who are featured very heavily from what I can gauge from all the, all like reading I've done around it. So you're like, I can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that they're not in it and the fact that she hasn't actually commented on it is obviously quite telling um yeah like do you think the way we treat women in the media has changed because i wrote this question down i said i said is the media better now so i'm glad that we are we are once more akin um there you go or we, both read the, per. <laughs> or we both read the same bbc news article <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that. um but yeah i mean no i, I don't think we're any better but what i think has happened is that celebrities now know what they're what they are doing when they sign up to be in the public eye 
because I think that Britney mm. sort of she she came around at the beginning of like current pop culture. Like yeah, she she I think the Sex Kitten, even just the pop star, like the conception yeah. of the pop star. Yeah, she was one of the first. Like she yeah. was the prototype pop star. So you're yeah. right. Like she was probably one of the first, if not the first, to do it. Yeah, and to receive all that media attention. So I feel like the media has not got any nicer to people. It's just the people who now go into the public eye, uh, they know that, like, if I go into this, I have to be more resilient. Because, I mean, I always think, Jamila Jamil, that mm. woman gets the most hate. Oh, she's Monroe Bergdorf yeah. as well. She had yeah. to, she said, she recently had to leave Twitter because mm. she was like, it's transphobic. Um, you know, there are still so many women, you know, Megan Lee Stallion, Doja Cat, Cardi, Nikki, you know, all these Meghan women. Markle. Meghan Markle, all these women, also no con- coincidence that they're all of colour, mm, but um, all these women get the exact same abuse online, even even worse now, because we have this online platform for people to hurl abuse at, at celebrities, and especially women in the media, um, but they're just, they've just learned that they have to be stronger, so. Yeah, I think... Like, obviously, I think a lot, like, you, because I, I was reading about it, and then I did start to watch some kind of interviews of her when she was young. Mm-hmm. And, like, the things, the things, <laughs> the, the way she, the things she had to deal with, I think you wouldn't get now. I mean, you had, you had um, interviewers asking her about whether she had a boyfriend and her cup size and her sex life when she was yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the whole world looked on in glee when she had her breakdown in 2007 compared to kind of the public outpour of empathy when, you know, Demi Lovato nearly took her own life yeah. two years ago and obviously Caroline Flack. I think mm-hmm. we do have a more empathy. But then I also think, you know, there's, there's, there's stories I read every week of just the most atrocious treatment of women still yeah. i mean you know rachel evanwood coming out a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. with her allegations against marilyn manson um yeah octavian's ex-girlfriend hannah obviously coming out with allegate like basically saying that his management bribed her 20 grand just mm-hmm. to keep quiet that he was beating her up for years yeah. and it's and you know again it's just two men just getting protected by the media and mm-hmm. the industry for like it's just ridiculous and that's now yeah. like that's now and it's yeah. so and it's just coming up all the time and it just makes me think like i mean we had the, the, the truth is though the sad truth is that we had the exact same conversation on the podcast almost a year ago and under yeah. much worse situ- uh, circumstances where caroline flat killed herself and we you know there was this big not a movement, but this big idea that like, oh, the media, the media is going to start treating women better. Like this is, we need to start taking responsibility as the media for how we treat women and, and you know, how we talk about people in the public. I like said people at the end of the day, but we are here now a year later. And I would say absolutely nothing has changed. Yeah. I think, I think it's different. I think, you know, the thing with Britney was that she was forced to become a sex, sex symbol. Mm-hmm. from And, I think just with just a whole generation of kind of naughty stars. I mean, Lindsay Lohan, um, Gwen Stefani, just all of Amanda Bynes, just all these women who were effectively children Mm -hmm. um, forced to become these sexual objects, whether they wanted to or not. And nowadays you have, you know, female artists like Cardi B and Megan um, owning their sexuality, making music about that's about women enjoying sex. Yeah. 
both both getting completely vilified in either way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. just can't win. I think. Oh, you just can't win, can you? Because the thing is that, like, apart from Weinstein, like, there was in the Me Too movements, loads of those men who got accused of sexual assault or rape or anything, they haven't been charged. No. And that's not that. That's not that. And there's more men coming out. I mean, yeah, Marilyn Manson, yeah, Octavian, like Shia LaBeouf now. Shia LaBeouf, and it's like, how how are we still how are we still here? How how are yeah. we still having women who are professionals in their craft getting lied to, getting gaslighted, getting paid off? Yeah, to protect their abusers. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Crazy. We got so cereal. We got so we Weetabixen. We got so Weetabixen <laughs> baked bean cereal. Um, and we would talk about trap, trapped women. And talk, do you know who else has been trapped? <laughs> <laughs> Lie in the mood a bit. <laughs> you know who else has found herself in a sticky situation? Oh, oh a sticky situation. Um, so we're t- talking about um, our dear friend Tesca Brown who has been taking the internet by storm all this week. Like, she's remained in the news cycle for a minute now. <laughs> the saga. The saga um, with with Gorilla Glue. Yeah. <laughs> with Gorilla Glue. It's so sad. So do you want to tell them the, the listeners? I what... mean, this is just <laughs> all it takes to, have to become a news story nowadays. This yeah. poor woman wanted to do a nice slick back ponytail. We've all been there, and you know, you run out of edge control, your edges aren't sticking down, and she just thinks, Oh, what can I use? And she uses Gorilla Glue, which is a multi purpose adhesive, adhesive for not hair materials, like industrial, managed to stick her hair to her scalp in a way that is just quite sublime to watch and she literally and she's had and you know she uploaded a tiktok and like all the publicity from it she's actually i think she's managed to get her hair free now yeah but so it was she, a good while she's been she went through a lot of different yeah different treatments to get it yeah to get it out well the first thing is so she on the tiktok she's like i put gorilla glue in my hair and it's like like 14 days ago and it's not moving i keep on washing and washing it and it won't move and the whole and what- world was just like why (laughs) but what i learned recently what i found in my research is that basically um gorilla glue is water resistant but more than that it's water hardening so the more you wash Mm. it with water the The more more it hardens so by washing it 14 times she just made it worse for herself it's just painful to watch also it's painful because i think she got it confused with gorilla snot which is a well-known black brand for for gel and it's a really strong gel and i think she and it also has the logo of Gorilla. So I think she saw it and was like, oh, okay. She is, I really hope it was that and not. <laughs> mm, super glue. Yeah, why not? Just spray it on. So yeah, and then so it started with... So she got like a 20 million views on TikTok or something. And then she started... Then she said, I'm going to sue Gorilla Glue. She said, I need to, I need to sue them for the for reparations. She wants more. I am once oh, more. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like Bernie meme. I am once more asking for reparations. <laughs> not another, not another lone individual asking for reparations. Um, <laughs> but Gorilla Glue was like, absolutely the fuck not. Like it says on our product that you cannot Maybe be putting she this can't shit justify that. in your it's hair. Really so then she was like, oh, okay. I need to start a GoFundMe to get myself some cash, cash money to 
to try and uh to try and deal with this issue to try and get it done surgically so 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 far i'm on the gofundme she has raised twenty three thousand dollars who oh is giving God. money? Who's like, I have watched this video and I need to give this woman some money. I I feel like I should. I really <laughs> want her to get it out. I really, really want her to get it out. But this then is my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to read the shall I read you the bio of her of her GoFundMe? Please, please. She says, My name is Tesco Brown and I'm a small town girl who happened to make a mistake by putting gorilla glue spray on my hair as a substitute for got to be glue. And as most of you know, my hair was stuck in place for about a month. After reading and researching, I realized I may need medical help and my hair may have to be shaved. So I made this GoFundMe account to help with any expenses related to this unfortunate ideal. I would like to thank everyone who reached out. Um, so like people have really donated like $30. Someone was like, I see, I've seen this video and I would like to donate $30. Does she need 23 grand to shave her hair off? I don't understand. Well, so now and then, on top of that, um, obviously because it's publicity, a plastic surgeon's office. So it's like I think they have to like just like rip that like rip her oh whole hair God. off. But a plastic surgeon's office was like, oh, we'll do it for free for you. Um, so, <laughs> so, oh my God, the world is actually insane. Like last week, it's Jackie fucking Weaver on Loose Women. <laughs> this week, it's Really Glue Girl. Like I'm, I don't even know anymore. I don't know what. I don't know. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I want to see. All I want now is a Vogue cover shoot of her with her new hair. <laughs> like I am so excited to see this new hair. Like, oh gosh, crazy. Nice. And then there was an extra part of this story where people were like, "Oh, because obviously a lot of people are like this is fake. Like no one would mm. do this. Like Gorilla Glue isn't that strong." And so this one guy was like, "This is fake. I'm going to prove it by Gorilla Gluing a cup to my lips." <laughs> he had to go to A and E. He had to go to A and E. <laughs> And you're going to A and E because you want. To... Oh my! You got a God. cup on your lip. Like I'm literally. It's like the Kylie lip challenge all over again. Oh and my God! Teenage girls crying because their faces were fucked up. Like the I real, don't real have pandemic. Sympathy. I don't have sympathy. <laughs> no. You need. Oh my God! Why is sterilization not legal? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you kind of think that this gorilla glue situation was just survival of the fittest, and now we've like we're too nice to her. You know, like <sighs> if you gorilla glue your hair down, then. That's the Lord telling you something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Darwin was right. Yeah. Oh, he sounded a bit uh, eugenic at the minute. But like, <laughs> oh, God. Not eugenics. Sometimes I despair. I despair at this Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. But, you know, but, you know, if you're born in lockdown, you got to do something. You and gorilla glue mm, your hair. Yeah. Being speaking of uh, weird things in lockdown, I was thinking, like, do you have any, like, really embarrassing things habits that you're starting to do so i have been thinking about this um i think i i do i do speak to myself already and i i, I currently right now i do live with someone but starting tomorrow i'll be lonely and alone mm. um well as young as hermit as i like to call it um but yeah so i i already talk to myself so i think for but from tomorrow i'm gonna talk to myself way more and the worst thing is i've been watching <laughs> I've been watching um, a French TV show. So I talk to myself in French. Because I, mm, I watch the TV cute. show. And it's, it's like, it's this TV show about like, um, they're like French. They're like talent. It's a talent agency. And they're all like talent scouts and they're French. And their lives are very stressful. So I talk to myself as if I'm them. 
Like in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, I, I, my life's so stressful, and I'm like, it's not working. It's ça ne pas. And like, I, you know, I'm like, uh, où, où se trouve mon assistant? Um, like, I'm really like, I feel very like high fly. Um, oh, okay. I yeah. really want to just put a recorder in your house and listen to it because listen <laughs> you, to you be- shout franglais at yourself <laughs> would be so entertaining. It's literally me. What about you? What have you been picking up? Well. Okay, so on a, on a one stormy, <laughs> stormy out. afternoon, I Sorry. thought I would listen to the Bridgerton soundtrack. So I did. <laughs> and so I'm listening to the Bridgerton soundtrack, and that's been nice. Bit of violins, bit of, you know, thank you, nice. And mm-hmm. then now I've graduated to pop singles gone pl- classical. <laughs> and it's a whole playlist of like, like Coldplay and like. <laughs> I like Ariana Grande, but it's all classical music, and somehow it's really enjoyable. But I also hate myself so much. And I just feel like I would have been in this situation if my life was normal. So I thought I'd share that because that some people really are going to find out anyway me. by going on Spotify. So I feel like you'd like it. I really like the sound of that. I'll be honest. I've yeah. been like, I'm like, where is that playlist? Like that sounds I mean, I was great. Into, like a piano concerto medley of Bastille, and I was <laughs> Is this where I should draw the line? I think it is. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is. I'll tell you something that I've been loving recently. One song um, that I've been obsessed with um, from the It's a Sin playlist, and it's called Hooked on Classics Part 1 and 2. And it's really long. I don't know. It's like, it must be like eight minutes or something. But it's all these, like, it's a medley of classical tunes, but they have like a um, a disco beat underneath them. Oh, like that Beethoven one, which is like yeah, like the one that they did. Have you seen Mrs. America? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, but it's like it's like loads of, and it's like all the all the classic classical tunes. I'm like, this is the classic, all the classics, and then like one after the other with like a funky little like disco beat underneath it. I live. I live. I think we should. I think we should broaden our horizons more to alternative musics that otherwise would be really embarrassing to listen to, but are actually really enjoyable. You mentioned it's a sin, so I just thought I we did. should wrap up with mm-hmm. a quick review, review of, the of the week. Because review of I, the week. Like I watched it in two days and I just want to talk to the world about it because, yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. it's Obsessed and upset. Good. <sighs> obsessed and quite traumatised, I will say. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think if you're a little bit wobbly don't watch it (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's uh the new channel four i love channel Channel four Four. i love i am obsessed if we ever get if we ever get a show i want it to be on channel four that's what i'm good Um, i'm glad we're on the same page channel four drama about um young people living in 80s london in uh the kind of rise of the AIDS pandemic and it features lovely, lovely Ollie Alexander from Years oh, and Years lovely, who is lovely. excellent. Yeah. And um, Keely Hawes, the mom, the, who plays the mum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinding in the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's So really good, yeah, that last episode. Um, and fun fact, um, the people who play, the woman who plays um, Jill's mum, is her name Jill? Yeah. Yeah, Jill's mum is the real Jill. <gasps> I yeah, was so she's... thinking, like, I feel like Jill must have been, like, a real character, like, yeah. person that she's based on the character of, because she's just 
cracking human being yeah and, yeah jill is amazing and yeah so that's and so the mother there the mother of jill is actually the real life jill um love that you know love that bit tidbit. a little bit of gossip not gossip a little bit of a fact factual knowledge for you um i mean the thing about it is a sin and it's i mean it, it's done perfectly like perfect there's nothing i would change about it and especially because that first episode is so fun and it's mm. like like i watched it with my flat like otis and we were both like we need to be here in this like we need to be in the 80s and queer like living it up like going to all these like cool clubs there was a moment in heaven um, yeah, yeah which i was like i'm familiar but it's not really like that anymore <laughs> um, and you know it's all so like gorgeous and like liberating and then all of a sudden like from episode two you just see like the it's just awful just uh, the crisis Mm. Uh, and a crisis ignored by the media still to this day um ignored and that's why that's why you know everyone like watches it and they're like i didn't realize how big of an issue the hiv crisis was and it's because the media the media has blocked out intentionally yeah very and i think that's that that's the biggest the biggest take-home thing for me was like um Obviously, I knew um, about the HIV crisis and understood um, just like the decimation it had and like the effects it still has today. But I've never really seen a dramatization of it that's not in the US. I've yeah. only really watched like a couple films and then obviously um, Pose, which mm-hmm. is about kind of queer people in New York. Mm-hmm. So to watch it from the UK perspective, and all about how it's like this mystical kind of American disease and they're all like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's only killing American boys. And like, yeah. it just does make you realize like it was just ruthless. And like, it's not what, like 30 million people now, the yeah. death count is. Um, and like, you just don't learn about it. Like people, yeah. I think if you, if, you re- if you want an education about just how bad it was for, ev- for people in this country, like 100% watch yeah. it, it is eye-opening. And like, yeah and for it to come out now with everything that's going on and like mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. parallels between like covid and the way covid gets treated yeah compared to how gay men were treated for getting it it's just like yeah and there's um obviously there's like an instagram post that's going around uh by grundy oxford um and it's quite clever they've got like covid newspapers um f- no they've got newspapers from headlines from the 80s about AIDS and they've changed the words to make them like COVID relevant um mm. and it's, it's things like three cheers for that COVID attack and gas elderly says Tory it's the answer to COVID and COVID is the wrath of God says Vicar and it's just kind of like making the point that if we thought about elderly people and COVID in the same way mm. that men were treated in the AIDS pandemic it's just like yeah yeah it's really striking the lack of empathy I, I think what I loved Pose and I think Pose is great but I think what um what It's a Sin Man should do which Pose didn't really get right is the portrayal of like the devastating like biological effects because I always just sort of thought oh you you, you get like your immune system's compromised and you get sick and then like and then mm. you die but especially with um spoilers we're gonna do spoilers now especially with colin um who basically because he has AIDS and he has a compromised immune system um he gets i think i think it's like a brain cancer mm. like um 
and that basically and he basically um like basically just yeah he's, he's, he degenerates yeah. yeah he gets dementia and like and he yeah and so it, it's one thing to know that like hiv killed all these people but it's nothing that it ruined their lives before it killed them yeah um and they're so, and so young I think, like they people yeah. are like our age and yeah. he's like talking like an 80 year old man and like the speed at which it, it happened as well like mm-hmm. it's just really sad yeah and, and like every episode brings something new and every episode like yeah brings another layer of complexity and depth and like things you didn't even realize happened um mm. and yeah it's it's amazing it is really good like, i really enjoyed it and yeah just a, a, another another piece of proof that like queer entertainment and queer stories need to be told in the media and that they're very very um very very important really yeah so yeah and i'm glad that we are seeing more slowly but surely <laughs> so yeah i guess that's i guess that's us done isn't it yeah I think that's probably all we have time for to give you all this week um i think we've we've fed them to the brim like me have. and my weetabix and fake <laughs> beads i've been i've been stacking and i'm halfway through he's been so. on it this whole time it's, it's quite disturbing yeah um i just it's wanted to awful. say i've had a few really nice messages this week um just mm. people who've been listening to the show and yeah it's just really really nice to hear um so please keep reinforcing us with praise because (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um i'm just glad that you're enjoying it and yeah thanks for listening and as always keep it snapping keep it cackling keep it popping see you next week